And here we are, episode 22. That's one more than 21. That it is. Uh, <laughs> and actually, we're back onto our weekly schedule, it looks like. Yep. After Although, our, uh, summer hiatus. As we were just saying, we may have a problem next week. We might have to do that, like, uh, Monday, which is a holiday, so it'll be easy. We'll be, off, be off work. What's going on next weekend? Uh, PAX. Penny oh, Arcade that's Expo. right. Penny Arcade Expo. Yes, Matt, next weekend will be um, MIA. He will be doing our special PAX correspondence. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll gather all kinds of good information. Good, good. And then uh, Monday, yeah, let's go ahead and just plan Monday. We'll do our show and yeah. uh, get... It'll uh, be the Labor Day episode. A PAX update. So are you actually going to do the... Uh, the uh, solid thing and take a bunch of pictures and make sure you get uh, some data for us that's good and exciting and bring back good things for the show? Um, I or, will, let's say, how about this? I will make a good effort to do it, but I really suck at doing that kind of stuff. So um, are, are you going with a grown-up that maybe I could talk to and they could be our special PAX correspondents? You could, you could maybe do that. But uh, <laughs> what I'll do is... Is Kevin going with you? Kevin's going on Friday. Or, uh, sorry, Sunday. He's got, uh, he's moving Friday and Saturday, so he, he can't go. Oh, so he got the new place. Yeah. Good, good. No. I should probably talk to you. You should help him move. I'm busy that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. It's Strange. It's awful, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, next week we'll have an update on PAX. Um, this week, I think we only have a couple of topics, um, but they uh, might wander us into some uh, more fun and exciting territory. So uh, we, we do have a... Um the ability to move off onto tangents from time to time. Yeah. Let's start with the uh, probably the news that just made everybody go, oh, my God, seriously, I'm so effing stoked about that uh, that happened this week. Um, you may not have heard, but I want to say it was Thursday. Uh, Microsoft announced a new logo. Yeah, after yeah. 25 years. 25 years of the uh, old school Microsoft logo with only the changes of every few, every decade or so having a couple of, Different taglines, you know, your people are potential, or your potential oh, are probably does, does the uh, does the tagline count? Because the logo before was just the word Microsoft, right? Kind of uh, italicized with, with a the, with a weird indent somewhere, some in little like, cutouts yeah. in the letters. Yeah, now they've uh, gone with a, a new look. The uh, logo is now the kind of four colored bar that you or four colored box that you see for Windows. Yep, and they've taken and made the uh, Microsoft text gray as opposed to black. And they're also using that same font that's uh, used in the uh, Windows 8 and Windows Phone interfaces, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which is, uh, oh, I know what it is. Sigoy. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I was actually in a meeting today. Um, work for me this week was a little dodgy because I was out You're for a couple days. You're in a meeting today? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I wasn't okay. in a meeting today. I was in a meeting last week. Um, and there's like nine million fires burning at work for me right now. And one of the ladies sitting next to me said something about the new logo. Blah, 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 there's a new logo. And I'm like, really? There's a new logo? She's like, what are you, living under a rock? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually I have. I've been tracking down all this crap for your team. Which effectively <laughs> puts you under a rock. And I'm like, yeah. And maybe I'm not on the right websites, honestly. But, uh, you know, if I was on some more typeface websites or some more, um, you know, uh, design-based stuff. I probably would have gotten the memo about the new logo. Yeah. Did you, uh, by chance, talk to Copes about the uh, the new logo <laughs> stuff? No, I haven't. But we should totally have him on. You should. Uh, we a we should totally have him on because he'll talk about stuff that's way over our head and we won't understand <laughs> what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, but he loves like the uh, typography style type stuff. We he, we should have Coppola and Bryant over for a typography off. 
Oh, are they like is Brian into it too? Totally geeks out over that stuff. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We should put them in, <laughs> and then we could just stop and like sit back and watch it because, uh, yeah, all of the uh, communication stuff that w- that we send out from my team, Copes yep. totally did all of that and compared nice. it against. He's like, oh, no, 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 it needs to have you know point two five, blah 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 blah, and the spacing needs to be this far apart. And see, I, yeah. I'm glad there are people that are into typography and into making things look pretty because man, I cannot be bothered with that. I, I can't geek out on it. I just go, I know, I know it's there. I know I want somebody else to make it look good. I know when it looks good and when it doesn't look good. Uh, I I don't care. See, to I watched Helvetica. Um, it's a movie about typography. I, I saw twenty to thirty minutes of Helvetica. And do you know what I learned? Uh, it's a font. Europeans really care about fonts. Really? Yeah. Uh, did you know that uh, in your standard Microsoft product, Helvetica is not an option? Really? Yeah. I I, I looked after watching the movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, after seeing the little bit of the movie that I saw, I was like, I'm gonna change my default font to Helvetica for everything. And then uh, when people get stuff from me, it'll be in Helvetica, and they won't even know. But but I'll be in Helvetica, and uh, and, and it, it wasn't an option. So. I'm sure I could install it as a font. Of course, then when yeah, I send an email, it font. won't actually, uh, yeah. But, but uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, Microsoft I, new logo. Here's the next 25 years. Hope yeah. it goes well. It's in Segoy, not Helvetica. Segoy, right. Yeah, because yeah. okay, we're not European. If, if you're comparing <laughs> your fonts. And there may be, a, there, I, I, I suspect, actually, there's a, uh, my, like there's a font that is Helvetica in Word and Office and everything else. It's just called something different. Um, that would be illegal because fonts actually are owned oh, by people and have that's rights. That's a good point. So uh, I doubt that is the case. You're probably right. That probably isn't the case. There's probably something really... S- there are probably fonts that are in that same family. Right. That, Very uh, similar. Yeah. I suspect like with the, the font stuff, you can just change like, you know, a I'd couple assu- of pixels and you're good. Well, I'd assume it's like anything else. There has to be like a 30% deviation. Otherwise, it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're stealing. all based on on letters. You can how can you have thirty percent deviation? You're talking like, about the differences. There's yeah. hundreds oh, of hold fonts. On here. I know. Let, let me not be a geek, but you're talking about the differences in your stroke width. You're talking about uh, yeah. whether or not you have serifs, what type of serifs oh, you're yeah. using. I you're know. talking like there's no, no, no. there's a whole art side to that. Which I know, kind of creepy, kind of. Uh, it's a little bit much. Yeah. Anyways, enough uh, font talk today. Um, let's jump into oh my something. God. That would be a great <laughs> font uh, talk. Font talk on font talk. This is this week on font, on font talk. talk. We're going to be talking about uh, Arial bold. Yes. Yeah. Now sometimes I really choose the bold when I want to accentuate what I'm saying, and from time to time yeah. I'll even drop in an italics in there. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it it really adds for more vibrant and uh, engaging email. What's your favorite fixed width font? Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Consolas. See, I still prefer Courier. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. odd. Holy shit! We both know more about fonts <laughs> than we should. <laughs> that is true. Um, okay, F fonts. We're moving on. Uh, that was probably one of my best transitions ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, this last week, I actually noticed a, a, a new device that is probably hands down one of the coolest things that uh, I would really super love to own, and of course. I'm talking about the Pebble smartwatch. Uh, I showed that to Matt today. Uh, yeah. What was your gut reaction when you looked at that? So the first thing that I thought was, so the first thing I thought was, wow, that's a really cool idea. So so let's let's talk about what it is maybe okay. first, so I can. So the uh, the Pebble is an e-ink display, Bluetooth enabled watch. Right now, what that allows, it can run apps, it can do things like that, but it also communicates with your f- cell phone. If you have an iPhone or an Android device. 
Um, you can control your music player. You can uh, use it as a running computer. So if you have an app that's tracking how far you're running, it can uh, show that up on your screen. Like uh, computer, whatever. Yeah, if you have uh, Android, it'll actually get text messages as well. So you can see your text messages. You yeah. can uh, control I th- My Pandora. first thought was, like, it's really cool. Like, actually, when you first said it, I was like, wow, a phone on your, like, uh, this is like a get smart type watch. Like, I, I have to hold it. Like, what, what's the deal there? 99. Are you there? 99. And he actually yeah. used his shoe. And, and then the I looked at it. It was Dick Tracy like, that used his watch. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this is really not really a, a smartphone watch. It's more like a smartphone companion device. Right. It, it, it's one of those things that starts to bridge the... Uh, uh, yeah, it bridges the. Um, we talk a lot about interaction and devices, and this yeah. is a device that is easy. It's right on your wrist. You don't always have to pull your phone out of your uh, pocket. Right. Like, you know, one of the things I didn't think about till just now is it cuts your geek factor down. I mean, it it, it, it ups incre- your cool factor. It's a geeky device, right? But when you're out in public, it makes you a closet geek, right? Because you just check your watch, right? Yeah. Nobody notices that you're like looking at your smartphone to see what's going on. And I, I exactly. saw it had like a. Um, a little uh, vibrator in it. So, yeah. like, if you... It, it can vibrate when you get a phone call, do caller ID for you, it'll buzz for notifications. Right. So, if you feel a little vibration on your wrist, you go, oh, oh yeah, see, you see what it is. Yep. and uh, clear it, and you're moving yeah. on. The other thing I was, just, I was just thinking about, you know, when uh, I've got my phone in my pocket, even when it's on vibrate, sometimes I don't feel it. Yep. And now that's because I'm, you know... Hulk smash. I don't necessarily notice my surroundings, but I suspect... Well, actually, it's, it's not just you. There's a, a phenomenon that they've been talking about for a while now called uh, phantom cell phone buzzing. Dude, I totally have that. Where I, I haven't we, talked about this before, but... Yeah. Everybody's got a phone in their pocket. Their phones are buzzing to notify them of something. And then you can take your phone out and set it on the uh, table, and you still feel buzzing in your pocket, right? Like, it, it's confusing, and that, I think that is kind of contributing to how the rest of us are checking out of any vibrating that goes on in your pocket. Yeah, I, I've actually wrist, though. been sitting somewhere before and gone like, oh, my, my phone's buzzing. And, oh, my phone's actually in the other pocket. That's really weird. Like, why, why did I feel like I felt the buzzing there? Yeah, it, it's a little on the odd side. Yeah. Uh, have you noticed that you've also now been trained to go, oh, 10 minutes or 15 minutes till the top of the hour? Yeah. So... Actually, I, ha- I have to call out a couple of differences I've noticed. So uh, in the recent change back to Microsoft, um, everybody at Microsoft is near as I can tell. Everybody has their phones on loud. And 15 minutes, you're like, you're at a 30-minute meeting, right? right? And all of a sudden, halfway through, bloop, bloop, uh, every phone the in the room, room synchronized goes off. Goes off. Yeah. Have, you, have you been in a large all-hands meeting yet when that's happened? Uh, no. It, it's kind of funny. <laughs> but, like, the weird thing is, is, you know, I spent a lot of time in meetings at Amazon. Everybody there knew how to silence their phone in meetings yeah. so that it didn't do that. Yeah. I suspect uh, part of it is being in the Windows phone division. Everybody's like, you know, it's okay if your phone rings. It's cool. It's a phone. Yeah, it's annoying is what it is. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you. Don't get me wrong. And every, and and every, nobody bothers to change the reminder sound that yeah, plays every, off. Yeah, you you can actually. It's like yeah, you, you can do it, but nobody does. Yeah. In fact, I may start doing it just because when, I can. Once I get my Windows phone, um, uh, soon here. Yeah. I may have to um, upload all of the. Uh, iPhone sounds, <laughs> and just build a whole profile with iPhone sounds in it. That's a great idea. 
might have to do that also. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, back to the pebble. So it yeah, would yeah. take away that that annoying every fifteen minutes, everybody's you just don't participate. Your watch buzzes, tells you it's there. Right. And then when you do, you check your watch, and nobody really thinks anything. If, if you see somebody checking their watch, it's a little more subtle than pulling right. out your phone and looking at it. You don't seem quite like a douchebag. Uh, yeah, it cuts down the douchebag. So yeah. the uh, when I was looking at it, and I was looking at one of the reviews from Wired in in, in May. Um, it, the thing that they really seem to have nailed is the display. Yeah, they went with an e-ink display, and they went with one of the really fast, refreshing ones. Yeah, so. it's it's actually a, a LCD display by Sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that has some super reflective properties and stuff, and it really just. I mean, you could see it in the videos online. You know, you can see yeah. people looking at their watch in direct sunlight, and it. It almost looks. It's different than just straight e-ink. Like e-ink looks flat, right? And kind of like uh, gray. This almost looks like a. <laughs> I know gray, but you, you, you know what <laughs> well, I'm saying. Here's the thing. I think I think what you're seeing is they actually went and put some thought into some of the default fonts and uh, when to bold and when not to bold and what they were doing there to give you that kind of textured impression. Yeah. I don't think it's just that <laughs> though. It actually had. It looked like uh, you know how like when you're looking at an LCD display in a inside or in a dark room yeah. it kind of is bright right mm-hmm. it kind of like it almost looked like that except for in sun, still in direct sunlight it yeah. still had that like no they did bright, a very, they did a very good job making sure it was high contrast and easy to see yeah and, so and it looked really good and i don't know why because there's been like um there's been tons of smart watches out there yeah and i don't know that i've noticed one that uses like an e-ink type display right well, yeah. the, the, which is stupid because the drawback to most all of those smartwatches, and I'm a super nerd. I'm an early adopter on any kind of retarded technology. Yeah, um, like the LS120 drive that I had, and I was like, "Why are you on a floppy disk? <laughs> Why don't you just use a zip drive?" Yeah, it's like because zip disks suck. Um, anyway, um, even I have never been tempted to buy one of those big ass clunky. S- Mart watches, right? Because they're like, always. That's the other thing. They're usually remember, gigantic. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the smart watch that came out probably eight or ten years ago, and you had to sign up, and it could like give you next the like, MSN Direct one. Yeah, the MSN Direct. Yeah. It had like no features that were anything you'd want really. Like they're, I could get stock scores and sports scores on it. Well, that it was, only cost three hundred dollars. That was what you could get from anything at the time. Remember? So remember, and there were like uh, back then, and again, this is we're talking maybe more than ten years ago. Well, so the MSN smartwatch was definitely in the eight to ten years ago range. Right. But if you look back fifteen years ago, maybe like people were excited about getting sports scores on their pager. Yeah. Um, well, now in nineteen ninety five. 94, 95, I had quite possibly the coolest thing ever. A pager? No. Oh. It was a watch that had phone numbers built into it. And I could go add people's names and phone numbers. It was like the next incarnation of the calculator watch. So wait, it was like an address book watch? It was an address book watch, dude. It was badass. You had an address book watch? Hell yeah. I had two of them because the first one broke and then I bought the <laughs> next one. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. And you, you had enough friends at the time to like necessitate a address book? Well, no, but we also didn't have cell phones at the time. Right, right, right. So, so if I needed to try and remember like... Your parents' phone number. My parents' work numbers, my parents' numbers, right, right. my friends' could, phone numbers. Did it have a dial? Was Because it, it feels like that should be like a dial that you would like on the side. Like a, yeah, uh, like yeah, a yeah. scroll wheel. Yeah, it had wheel. a little scroll reel on it. Yeah. So you could... Actually, I'm sorry. I don't think it had a scroll rule. It had an up and a down button. Huh. Like um, a plus and a minus. I seem to remember one of my old early cell phones, early smartphones having a uh, dial on yeah, the side. Yeah, it did the... Uh, I'm trying to remember um, which one that was. 
Was it the SMT5600? I think it was. It, it, that it had was, a little scroll wheel on it, which was actually really handy. It was handy. also a button. Yeah. Remember when we were taking the, uh, we were talking to, was it David Solomon? Because he had the same one. We were trying to explain to him all the cool stuff that we found on it. Yeah. He was like, oh, wait, what does that do again? Yeah, and he didn't know that that was there. It was a button. You could do yeah. stuff with it. I'd, I'd forgotten about the button because it also had the uh, the little joystick thing in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that it had a, like a direction pad. Yeah. Uh, but it was a weird direction pad. It was yeah. like a horizontal direction pad. But yeah, that scroll wheel thing, I completely forgot about that on that. It was yeah, no, it had no. a nice clicky feel to it. Too. Honestly, that was one of my favorite phones. It, I mean, it was good. It was a good phone. It was a good form factor. It still felt like a phone. That's actually one of the reasons why I uh, went back to the iPhone um, most recently was because all of the other phones that I had were like, well, okay, so my Android was the same size, but the fucking thing didn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went back to uh, I got a when I went when I went back and started looking at other phones. The other phones that were available, like even the Android newer ones, had all gotten to be very large. It's like a micro tablet, basically. Yeah, it's and it's like I want to be able to hold my phone in my hand and I want to be able to talk on it, but I, I don't want to have like I don't want to have to stretch to make it work. So and I've noticed the same thing. I've talked to other people that there is a. Uh there's a size for phones that gets too big. And even with my giant paws, like, I get a little bit, like... Because with a smaller phone, I can text while driving a lot easier. Yeah, um, totally. Which is what we want to optimize Once for. it gets too big, that starts to become a little bit difficult to do. And I almost have to... You almost have to use two hands at that yeah. point to, to use it. I was, that said, so you end up with this balance of, I want a big freaking screen, but I want it small enough that I can hold it in my hand and slide it into my pocket. Or what you want is... Smart accessories such that your phone can stay in your pocket and you can handle modifying all the stuff you need exactly in your interface or in your you know normal world, which is where I think the Pebble is actually going to do a great job for that. Right now, all we need is some sunglasses with a little uh, micro display inside that you can see it. And like you never the have to, uh, uh, smart goggles that we talked about, I think in our first episode, first or second, like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great, and we could all walk around in sunglasses and uh, watches and <laughs> everything would be cr- <laughs> it would be cool. You just leave it in, you just leave your phone in your pocket all the time. Nobody would know you're interacting with it. So, um, have you watched Total Recall yet? Not yet. In Total Recall, they actually had um, a a phone, right, that was built into um, the main character's hand. So it was, like, under his skin. Yeah. And whenever he got a call, his hand just lit up, and he could, like, type, 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 hold it up to his head and talk. And uh, he also had in there the ability to push his hand up against any piece of glass yeah, and it would cause a little display to come up and he could just type so, and do whatever he So needed. the phone was implanted in his hand. Uh-huh. They couldn't have like cochlear implants or something so he wouldn't have to put his hand up to his head when he was talking? No, because then it wouldn't look like a phone, duh. He actually Let's had see. to hold his hands in the standard phone <laughs> shape. The, the, the thumb and the, and <laughs> the, the pinky yeah, fingers the pinky, sticking yeah. out. Yeah. No, see, that's the thing. Like, uh, Well, okay, so... I did not really enjoy Total Recall. It's yeah, kind yeah. of a craptastic movie. Yeah. Um, there was a few things in that movie that really made me like lose it and just go, this is just completely asinine. So they had an, an army of robot cops. Okay. I want a freaking army of robot yeah. cops. And uh, there's a lady that's in charge of some of them. She's running down the street. She stops and points at one of the cops and is like, you, I need you to call this in and da-da-da-da-da, right? So the robot... Right. Picks up his arm, hits a button, and starts typing on a little magic keyboard that's popped out of his fucking arm. 
Yeah, that's kind of uh, retarded because he's a robot. <laughs> he's a robot. Why does he need to like? She, is she saying it? It should just kind of tick over wherever it needed to do, right? Yeah, like yeah. It, it should just happen. He the, doesn't the need. Hum- he doesn't need an interface because he yeah. is an interface. He doesn't need the human aspect of the interface at all. He's just a context changer there. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of retarded. So yeah, um, the pebble actually back to that because it's actually kind of fun. Um, it's only one hundred and fifty bucks. That is a great price for what you're asking for there. Yeah, and it looks like, according to the literature, the charge lasts for seven days, which also, is not bad. Also really good. Um, so, yeah, I will probably buy one of these. The one thing we didn't see. mention, uh, how did they, how did they uh, fund this guy? Ah, they funded this on Kickstarter. They made like $10.6 million. Right, which is the biggest Kickstarter like funding ever. Yeah. Um, Wait, do you suppose, can you use Kickstarter for anything? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I've got some ideas. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it yeah. afterwards. Did you you I believe uh was it was it uh Kickstarter? The, did you hear about the whole uh oatmeal versus uh, who is he versus some douchebag internet guy was stealing the uh, content from the oatmeal and he called him out on it. I'm gonna hey, give me a minute. You, the you, content from riff, the riff for a moment. Hang on. Okay, so um back to the pebbles. So uh I'm getting to a point in my life where I have been not wearing a watch for 20-some-odd years now, and I'm thinking it might be nice to start having a watch again. So I've been looking at watches, and one of the things that struck me is, A, I'm sort of a small form factor person, so I don't really... I, I, like, you see the guys out there that have the big, like, 10-pound watches hanging off their wrists? Uh, those don't work for me because they make me look extra super small and tiny, um, and just watches in general aren't kind of designed for my wrist. However, looking at the Pebble, it looks like they've done an awesome job of making it kind of low profile, very slick, and not looking like a computer watch. Like when I was in high school and I was running around with my address book watch, if anybody happened to look at my wrist, which happened from time to time, I got a fair amount of ribbing because, you know, I'm a little dorky kid with a big goddamn uh, uh, keyboard on my watch. Uh Thankfully, the Pebble doesn't do that. It comes with a bunch of very crisp and clean different interfaces for um, the watch. They have like a couple of dial options. They have some uh, text options that say, it's 9 o'clock or stuff like that. Uh, They even have a little binary approach where they have the dots filled out so you can have a really uber dorky watch. But at the end of the day, it does have crisp, clean lines and looks pretty amazing. Yeah. Hmm. I I like it. I think it's going to be amazing. So let me me go back to the, uh, do you know what the oatmeal is? I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just about. a guy who's got a little uh, comedy web strip type thing on the internet. Okay. So uh, this other guy who runs another website called Funky Junk, which is like a content compiler. Okay. Right? They just anybody posts like BuzzFeed, but different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the oatmeal guy goes uh, apparently, hey, you, you got a bunch of your content on your web on of. You got a bunch of my content on your website right. that you're not crediting, et cetera, et cetera. Take it down. And, Reasonable. Uh, yeah, and the guy didn't. So the guy on Oatmeal like, made fun of him on his next comic strip or something, right? Yeah, like Which he can. Also reasonable, right? Yeah. That's way better than sending an injunction letter and being kind of like, you know, a, a total douchebag, right? <laughs> so the guy on Funky Junk then um, sends an injunction letter back to the Oatmeal guy for defamation and other stuff. And wants like ridiculous, like like a million dollars. So here's the thing: if you do something illegal and then turn around and sue somebody that you have wronged, that's probably a bad approach. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> right. And it's it was, like I'm going to break into your house. I'm going to steal some shit. 
and then I'm going to trip falling out of your window and sue you for being hurt on your property. Yeah. So the uh, so so the funky junk guy, uh, clearly a total douchebag. Yeah. Oatmeal guy, I don't know, but seems like an all right cat. Yeah. So uh, oatmeal guy, I, I don't know. You can go look up the whole story, look it on the oatmeal. It's, they've got links to it. But the part where I picked up on the story was the oatmeal guy goes, "Fuck you! I'm not paying you your money. I'm not. I, yeah. I'm ignoring your whole." You yeah. know, lo- oh, and the guy that runs Funky Junk is apparently a former lawsuit l- lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. So he's he's all up in the lo- lawsuit game. Yeah. So the oatmeal guy goes, yeah, yeah, fuck off. Um, here's what I'm going to do instead. I'm going to point out again that you're a douchebag. I'm going to tell everyone what you're doing, and now I'm going to raise the amount of money that you're asking for on this charity site, Indiegogo. <laughs> so. He got all oh, and instead he's gonna donate the 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 money to cancer research. Nice. So I'm gonna raise all this money that you wanted. I'm gonna raise it for cancer research, and uh, and you're not gonna get any of it. He got like twenty times the um, money he needed. The money he needed, uh, and apparently like took pictures of the cash, <laughs> <laughs> like and spelled out like shit with the cash, like saying you're never gonna. I can't remember what he said, but like you know like took see. Pictures like of that. it, and then like, and then gave all the money to charity, and said, "Big fuck yeah. you, screw off." And everybody on the internet knows now that the funky junk guy is a douchebag, and the oatmeal guy is like basically a hero because you know he's like because he, he raised a bunch of money for charity, yeah, and uh, and called the guy out for being a douchebag at the same time. That's I, actually kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. So Indiegogo is that the uh, site you referenced just now? Is that a site to raise money for charities? I, I think so. I think it's like a Kickstarter, but for charity stuff. Huh. I should put my charity up there. Maybe not a bad idea. Yeah, because Rock and More can always use yeah. a little bit more cash. I don't know what their I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, it's a kick. I, my understanding is it's Kickstarter type um, website, but for charity stuff. Cool. I'm gonna have to check that out. Actually, yeah. um, do you know what I found this week? Mm, a robin's egg. No. no, where the fuck would I find a robin's egg? <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, sometimes you you you're walking around. You got all kinds of like woods and stuff out here. Maybe you found one on the ground. Weird. You, think, you asked wait, me. To, you asked yeah. me to guess. Would you yeah. find? I took a you wild think, ass guess. You think I leave my house? Like I don't know oh, what's out there. There's that's a good point. Like, all right, yeah. Monsters and right, shit. Yeah. I, I've seen the seen that M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. There, there could oh, be right, goddamn right. monsters out there. Right, right. There's the werewolves and shit, or whatever yeah. it is that live out there in the exactly. Yeah. If you go past the wall, there's monsters. I know. It's it's scary. Um, apparently, we actually have a bear running around. Really? In the neighborhood here? There's a bear? Yeah. Um, some kind of injured bear recently got... Oh, and he's sh- injured? Yeah. How do you know he's injured? He got shot by some kind of... Uh, um, whatchamacallits? The Neighbor? The states. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, no, no. Possibly. No, uh, some rangers were apparently after him. So, wait a minute. The uh, wildlife people found out there's a bear out here. They shot at him, failed to actually, like, injure... like destroy the bear or kill him or trank him well enough to actually capture him. So now he's, you've got a pissed off bear running around? As I understand it, yes. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I don't really hang out outside that much. Because of the pissed lie. off bear? I'm not really concerned about the pissed off bear. It's more because it's hot and I have yeah. allergies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, strangely, that is not what I found this week. I okay. uh, came across the new uh, iPhone app that is actually pretty slick. Okay. Uh, and just... Stick with me here for a second. Have you ever been watching TV with your wife? And she's like, oh, my God, when's his Bones coming back on? It's been so long since we've seen Bones. Okay. Or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, my wife doesn't say that, but but similar, like, you know, when's Ice Road Trucker is going to be back on? Right. God damn it. 
my wife watches bad TV, but your wife really watches horrible TV, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and so uh, this is this happens every couple weeks. It, it it almost sounds like I'm making a joke when I say something like that, right? Like yeah. like pick the most ridiculous thing you can think of. I'm not. That's just plain bad. But uh, so my wife and I regularly have conversations while watching television about is this show coming back on? How long is it going to be till it's back? Has it been canceled? Um, and there's a new iPhone app out there called Renewed. And it's basically a little application that tells you can search for shows. It'll tell you when those shows are coming back on the air. It can tell you if those shows are canceled and a bunch of other interesting information. You can like follow shows so that if you're watching, say, Fringe and uh, Bones, you get a little reader board saying, hey, you know, on Monday in three weeks, the next episode or the new episode of Bones will be out. Uh, and it also will tell you about other shows that you may enjoy um, that are coming out. Now, I was totally stoked about this app only because, um, A, it, I can now answer quite quickly and easily the when is your show coming back on right. question. Uh, but now that I can look for new TV shows, it really makes it so I don't ever need to pay DirecTV any more money ever again. Not because I don't like their service, but just now I can go watch everything on Amazon, um, and just pay for the content. I just pay that for the content consuming. I want. Yeah, right. Yeah. So while I was doing this and playing with the app yesterday and uh, looking at uh, new shows that are coming up, yeah, I found a new show. Okay, Revolution, because that one looks good. Uh, that one does look good. I, I think it's going to be bad, but it looks good. Yeah, that's one of those things like uh, uh, Primeval or something. Right? Yeah. What was the one that came on last year? Uh, the one about the people going back to the future, back to the past with the dinosaurs. Yeah, that that show looked great from the commercials. I, yeah, I think that was Primeval. Dude. No, no, no. It was. Uh, it was that the other one where they had the time vortex and they went back. Oh, Earth something or other. Yeah, it was Earth something or other. I can't remember what. It was, you know what, it was a good concept, and they had some things on some of the story arc that were going to be good, that were going right. to play out, and they kept going off on these stupid, shitty, like, side plots. Like, right. Like they, like, like, side quests. Yeah, like, it was almost like the, the, the writers, there were two sets of writers. There were the writers that wanted to have, like, a Buffy style story arc, and then they're the writers that want to just like, uh, no, no, let's just do discrete episodes, right? And they were arguing about who gets to win, and as a result, the the whole thing kind of sucked. That's but, why they should have done it like Buffy did, and just do both. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it ended up not being that bad, but uh, I think it was bad enough to get canceled. And now, I, I although I did hear something about it might get picked up on Sci Fi. So, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that, we'll see that's it possible. But Revolution actually looks better yeah. than even that did on when, when it was coming out. The show that I saw that left me wondering how solid that was going to be executed on was Arrow. Uh, yeah. So, so Arrow is um, based off of the um, DC comic book character, Green Arrow. Which is one of my favorite um, DC characters comic characters. I mean, if so, I was going to choose, like, who's the coolest, like, DC comic character? Batman's at the top, because yeah, he's just a bad motherfucker, Batman. right? But but you almost want to be a little bit like, everybody's going to say Batman or Superman, so I, I, I got to be a little bit obscure. You know, right. you know, kind of like when you're picking your indie rock band to, to sound cool? I yeah. want to say somebody, like, other than Batman and Superman. You, you don't um, want to say, uh, like, uh, Arctic Monkeys or uh, Silver Sun Pickups. Yeah, right, because everybody knows those, right? When you say the frames, then you're like, oh, who's that? I've never heard of them. Right. Right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's where people like 
green arrow come in, and they're like, because general population is less likely to so, know who the green arrow is. Since he's one of your favorites, why don't you give us a rundown on some green arrow information, like uh, backstory, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you think it could kind of translate. Are you to testing television. me? Is this a test? No, I, I, I'm pretty sure both of us could do it. Yeah. Um, but you seem to show uh, so much it was weird. More so one of the things I noticed in the in the in the story arc thing was that they said he was the former mayor of Star City, right? Which is weird because in the co- actual comic book history, he's just a billionaire industrialist. Yeah. Have you noticed that comic um, books have a lot of billionaire industrialists? Well, they've got the resources to uh, you know do shit, right? So on top of being a billionaire industrialist, he happens to be really fucking good with bow and arrow. Yep, uh, and was sort of like a. Like to do sort of, he he beca- while he's a billionaire industrialist, he's kind of anti corporation at the right. same time. I'm not exactly sure where he made that transition. Um, I think he made that transition when he got stranded on an island, Robinson Crusoe style. Yeah. So <laughs> he, uh, yeah, then decides I'm going to fight the fight the system as Green Arrow. I'm going to you know be environmental justice and uh, right. for the little man and sort of you know that was his thing. And then See, him and Green Lantern buddied up for a while. Um, and kind of like you know, hit the road together as the green arrow, green lantern because they were right. green, so they must a, be kind friends. Of a thing there, yeah. And then, uh, he uh married Black Canary, yeah, yeah, for a while. They did that for a while, and then he died, yeah, yep. Did uh, wasn't That's he a, killed by Green Lantern? Uh, no, he was actually there was a or did he die of cancer or something? No, no, no. So there was a subplot or a plot. I don't remember what the the plot behind it was, but there was a um, there was a plane that was <laughs> flying across the country with a giant bomb in it, and um, somehow his arm was trapped inside of like a thing that was right. like you know if he pulled his arm out the plane would explode. And Superman Why did he just was chop like, his arm off? Well, Superman offered to laser off his arm with his eyes, but he was like, you can't really do his, his bow and arrow thing without an arm. Please. He could talk to, like, just talk to almost anybody in Star City, and they could probably I know, build they a come up build arm. I, I know, right? But, but at the time, apparently... Wait a minute. Is it doesn't Cyborg have cybernetic arms? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's all <laughs> kinds of options that he could have had, but apparently he didn't want to lose his arm, and the plane blew up, and he died. Um... And then uh, in the Kevin Smith miniseries that he wrote for Green Lantern, he kind of brought him back with, like, I think Dead Man or somebody, like, helped him come back from, like, actual... Like, he was like, really dead. Really, it wasn't really like... Dead. Yeah, he was, like, a ghost and shit, and then, like, through some mystical Didn't, bullshit went on. I can't remember exactly what happened. He ended up, like, coming back and... Green Arrow also functioned as Hal Jordan's conscience when he was coming back from being, like, uh, super evil. There was some interaction, even in like the the Kevin Smith intera- uh, right. like storyline about like Hal Jordan. Actually, Hal Jordan may have been who brought him back. Actually, I think if I remember right now, it's been a while. It since was because that was so. where where Hal Jordan was basically a god. Yeah, uh, I I can't remember exactly what Which, happened. By on the that, way, but. how does a guy named Hal get to become a god? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Dave. I don't remember. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle's dad named Hal? Uh, in Malcolm? Yeah. I think so, yes. I believe you're yeah. right, yeah. He, can you imagine him as God? And I'm uh, not talking about him from Breaking Bad. I'm talking I know, about now him I just from Malcolm of, in the Middle. I, I just think of him as Mr. White now, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he yeah, looks different. I think he's, yeah, he does. So, anyways, uh, obviously, big Green Arrow fan. Um, how do you think it's going to translate to TV? Uh, poorly? That's kind of my feeling on yeah. it. Yeah. 
Like, apparently, and I don't know this because I stopped watching Smallville a very, very, very long time ago. I think after the second season or yeah. something. Actually, what was the season where Kristen Crook became a witch? Uh, you know, she was, was in Europe. Was that, and what was the one where they went back to ancient China or some shit yeah. with her? Yeah. yeah. That was around where I stopped watching it, too. And that was in, like, 03? Yeah, I, I tried to pick it up one other time, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this show a run." People have been saying it's good, and I go back, and like fucking Jimmy Olsen is a super ninja secret agent, and I'm like, "Okay, Wait, what? I'm fucking done." Really? Yeah. Yeah. After they killed off Bo Duke, it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> the show lost something for me. It lost its uh, folksiness. Yeah, I was all like, "Oh yeah, 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 sweet Bo Duke's in there. Yeah, he's gonna shoot some shit with the bow and arrow, and yeah." <laughs> Yes, and with is. a flaming bow and arrow. A flaming bow and arrow yeah. was the. Uh, um, well, what the hell was wrong with the Dukes? Why couldn't they afford like uh, you know a gun like every other good whiskey runner? Well, they were cool. They didn't want to kill anyone. Right, because blowing shit Cause up with flames good old, isn't dangerous at all. <laughs> just the good old boys, never meeting no harm. Did you say meeting or yeah, meaning? I think so. Never meaning. I should have been no meaning. But yeah. like in the song, it comes off as meaning. Never meeting no harm. <laughs> Could you Beats sing this? all you ever saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. You are impressed now, aren't uh, you? Actually, I was hoping you would keep going so we could use this as the intro next week. I, uh, I, Making their I can, way. The only way they know how. There you go. That's just a little bit more than the law would allow. We're totally going karaoke wow. soon. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I can remember that much of it, actually. Oh shit! And that would be wow, my wife calling. That's, uh, yeah, I was like, well, "That does not sound good." The lawnmower must really be effed up if it's making that kind of noise. Speaking of uh, <laughs> people forgetting to mute their phones, yeah. So, uh, wait, was that another Jerry Reed song? Uh, no, it was uh, Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. There we go. Okay. I also don't know how I pulled that out of the dark recesses of my mind. The funny thing here is, as you try and pick up your phone to talk, you're forgetting you have headphones on. Or are you just texting? No, 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 I'm just texting. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, my my feeling on Green Arrow, in I I read a bunch of Green Arrow when I was a kid. There were some superheroes that are going to translate really well to s- the small screen. Yeah, uh, Superman obviously had a huge following in Smallville. Um, Batman had um, a n- number of runs in the '70s, right? That was good. Well, there was one big run in the s- late, late 60s, '60s, early '70s. 70s. And then several animated runs. Batman did great yeah. on the animated. Anima- like. Yeah. Well, and even if you look at animated stuff, like Spider-Man did yeah. great animated. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. There was of, also, I believe, wasn't there a live-action Spider-Man yeah. show well, in the 70s? There was uh, shorts during um, The Electric Company. Oh, that movie, that was it. But I yeah. thought there was, like, they actually had a I think there was a couple live-action movies, if I remember right. But You I, remember the Captain America live-action movie? The you're not talking about the one that came out recently, right? No, no, no. The one from the the eighties, seventy, early eighties. I do not, but yeah. I remember seeing posters. I for remember it. they had a motorcycle, and that was all I can remember. Yeah, my my concern here is that Green Arrow is a lot like Hawkeye. And yeah, it's really <laughs> that he, hard. Yeah, that he uses a bow and arrow. Yeah, people were like, "What the fuck, a bow and arrow, really?" Yeah, it's really hard to swing the bow and arrow. In the you wonder if he's gonna like style. pull out the uh, the old school punching the the glove boxing <laughs> glove bow and arrow, right? That would be awesome. Yeah, um, but I always wondered where he fit that because his quiver is not that big. 
Well, right. That's the other thing. And he pulls the, out this arrow all of a sudden. And it's got a big old boxing glove on it. You're like, how did that even? They should have got all caught up when you were trying to pull it out of the quiver and shit. Well, think about this. Like, there's always magic bow and arrows ready. Like, e- either Hawkeye or Green Arrow, right? Yeah. They always magically can reach into their back and pull out whatever they need. Right, right. They got fifty fucking arrows back there, but they yeah. reach blindly and pull out the exact one that they yeah, want. That, that, I, I liked how in the Avengers movie, he kind of had like he pulled it out and the head would like do. Yeah, it would, uh, like, he had a little adjustment on the uh, bow, and then he it would just pull back and. Yeah, well, he, they kind of solved the problem with technology yeah. a little bit, but. But that's hard to do when there's a big fucking boxing glove on the end of it. Exactly. Unless it's like a blow-up boxing glove. Maybe it's and like inflatable, inflatable right? It's just got like a it's CO2 cartridge stuff on there. Flash's outfit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, It'd be so, like one of those, uh, like a like a, one of those life rafts that blows up <laughs> of like, you know, so, a little. So one of the things I did notice while doing the uh, research for this is Green Arrow was apparently fairly prominent in the later episodes of Smallville. Yeah, he was in like 70 episodes. Yeah, and which, do you know why they had Green Arrow? Uh, oh, yes. Do you why want me to say that? it? Yeah, go for it. Because <laughs> uh, the rights for Batman were locked up. <laughs> exactly. They'd hoped to really bring a Batman um, element into Smallville and couldn't due to, uh, you know, lawyers and whatnot. So they went with Green Arrow instead, which... Uh, let's say that I'm Batman, right? Just just for the sake of argument. I'm Batman. And, it's like, <laughs> and like, for some reason, you can't do anything. So they're like, well, we can't do Batman. I guess we're going with Green Arrow. Yeah, I'm not exactly How sure. How fucking pissed off would you be? They were like, wait a minute. Like, Green Arrow is the low-rent Batman? Yeah. That's um, like trying to get Ryan Reynolds and going, well, I guess I'm just going to go with John Panette. Right? Who? <laughs> A really fat comic, right? <laughs> <It's> okay. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of crossover there. I mean, yeah, they're both yeah. funny. Right, but right. <laughs> but but it's not the same. You, yeah. You're going to be disappointed at your end result. One's a short, fat guy that talks about food, and the other yeah. isn't. <laughs> I, honestly, in some ways, though, I think that uh, Green Arrow might have been a... Granted, I haven't seen Smallville since 03. And yeah. again, there was occasional like, oh, wait, you'd be like, oh, wait, this show's still on? This isn't just a repeat? What what the fuck? There's a new episode of Smallville on? I thought this shit got canceled seven years ago. But, you you know, I'd watch it. And that's why I, I knew Green Arrow was on there. But it almost feels like if they pull in Batman, he would have been... Like, Batman's... A, a fucking, grown-up superhero. Yeah, and a force of... Like, what would, would they had, like, Teenage Batman? And yeah. it would have been all, like... Batboy. He would have been retarded. He'd I have think, been an angsty think, little vampire. Yeah, I think he could have pulled <laughs> off... Uh, Bruce Wayne is a goth. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, you know, they could have had, like, the whole, like, Lex Luthor is a billionaire versus Bruce Wayne is a billionaire, and they're, like, having a billionaire A billionaire battle. off? Yeah. Teenage billionaire boy band battle or something like that. I don't know. You know, actually, so let's take a second here and step back. Do you think DC may have overplayed the billionaire... Um, like, uh, they had too many, too yeah. many billionaires? Because, like, if you think in, uh, in Marvel... There's Tony Stark. Okay. There's probably a couple others. Uh, re- an argument could probably be made for Reed Richards. Because uh, that dude always had money. He has his own building. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't think of Reed Richards, though, as a billionaire. Like, he had he's just Fantastic really solid Four backing. stuff. Yeah, he's got... Well, and he's got, like, his inventions, I'm sure. He makes right. some money off of uh, unstable molecules uh, and stuff. But, but, but other than that, you're... Like, in Marvel, they really just lean towards, like, uh, leaders of foreign... Na- or kings and queens of foreign nations, like Doctor Doom. Well, the Puma was a billionaire industrialist. 
That's well, he might have point. just been a multimillionaire, but uh, yeah. Then again, the Puma wasn't particularly well known. Character. Right, he, he wasn't re- like that, that's what I'm saying. Like you can think of at least three. I, I think all of the rich people were like uh, like Norman Osborn. They were they were villains. They seem to be right. So you've got that's, like Oscorp, and yeah. you've got uh, and I mean other than Tony Stark. Right, Tony Stark is the one guy that is like a good guy in all of them. There's Rocks on Oil, which was also another uh, right. Which you, I, I suspect nobody knows what that is. Uh, yeah, all, all, like all the like rich people I can think of in in uh, in the Marvel, Marvel were, were, were typically bad people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and if you look at uh, DC, Night, Nighthawk was rich. Again, that's I'm getting a little obscure here. Which one was Nighthawk? I'm having I, I keep seeing uh, he was uh, he was in the Defenders. <laughs> You and Again, your JV fucking. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm pulling out obscure shit here. Don't get me wrong. I, I I know nobody knows who that is or anything. Yeah. Defenders had had Doctor Strange though. There was yeah. that was their that was their A-lister. Yeah. Six. And Valkyrie. <laughs> when Doctor Strange is your A-lister, it's like, I know. That's I've I'm got doing. a librarian. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I can't think of any guys, that, anybody else that was like uh, uber rich. They did go hard on the super scientists, though. They did do they like Marvel. everybody was a super scientist. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Again, you got Reed like Richards, Peter Parker, you got the whole Kurt Connors. Um, yeah, even Tony Stark. Yeah, uh, I think we had this Norman discussion in the, in the car <laughs> the other day, though. Uh, uh, Tony Stark was a super engineer, right? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> the I think the differentiator was whether or not you do chemistry or not. Yeah, uh, super yeah. scientists do chemistry. Uh, no, they do nuclear chemistry. Oh, and nuclear physics, like yeah. like Reed Richards is doing intergalactic stuff. Uh, actually, Reed Richards was observing intergalactic phenomena, and he dumbed into superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like everything he was doing, he did super science. You, he you, was, you know, he was a like, super scientist. If, yeah. if you're like, I got to figure something out, you take it to Reed Richards, and you'll be like, yeah. Oh, that's fucking fascinating. Right, exactly. But, but like Hank Pym and fucking everyone uh, we, was a scientist. We fell on the Hank Pym is a super scientist, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a super scientist. And, he was uh, doing chemistry, right? And uh, uh, Tony Stark, super engineer. Yeah. Peter Parker, we were kind of right, split down the middle on him. He was one. like a super scientist in training. Right. I think if he hadn't been bitten by... He was like a super lab assistant. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, he knew science. He he knew it well enough to, like, make, like, the web fluid stuff, which is fucking well, impossible. Here's the thing about that. I always wondered, like, okay, so with great power comes great responsibility, and I'm going to go avenge my um, uncle's death. Great. Your aunt is fucking poor as shit. Right, right. And you created magic ropes. Yeah. Sell that shit. <laughs> and instead you're gonna try and sell photos to the bugle. Exactly. Ah, I could take pictures of myself fighting crime and make like three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Or um, I could patent the fuck out of my magic webbing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how uh we get rid of rope. There's yeah. no more rope ever. And it's not <laughs> like anybody else could use the the webbing as Spider Man, right? Even if you're selling that shit, right? Yeah. You're the only one that can swing from buildings because anybody else would fucking die when they're yeah. doing it. And like even imagine how much less work you'd have to do if you could just give the police a webbing gun. Yeah. Like it'd be each, nice and each it'd be police safe. officer could even just have like little we- like web the shooters. Same web shooters and yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice little non lethal Fucker's uh, not running away anymore. He's stuck. Yeah. Don't get him in the mouth though. You'll fucking suck if you him and kill him. Yeah, that could be bad. Um. So yeah, way to choose Peter Parker, dumbass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that being said, I really dig Peter Parker. He uh, one of my favorites growing up. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. But yeah. So so in DC though. Now, granted, my 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 knowledge in the DC universe isn't quite as strong, but we do have at least two wealthy billionaire industrialist 
with yeah. with Bruce Wayne and Oliver. And then you're also last name I can't remember. The Green Arrow. The first name's Oliver. Yeah, it is. And I just blanked because you, god damn it, screwed me over with saying you couldn't remember. Um, <laughs> isn't it like Wendell Holmes? No, no, it's like Prince or something. Like, ah, damn it. Yeah, okay. it's really close to that. But um, somebody we'll, we'll... Google that. Uh, you're you're also talking Lex Luthor. He obviously was wealthy. Um, and oh. Does Raja Ghoul does he count as wealthy? Like no, just old. Just old. So yeah, he has... he's like old as balls, and he had the Lazarus pit. Lazarus, Jesus, you can't say Lazarus. Lazarus pit that you'd like right. recreate himself in and stuff. I have to assume though, if you're that old and you haven't sorted out your money woes, you probably need to really reassess your life. Because you know, if I was three hundred years old, I'd have at least sixty dollars to my name. Yeah, I, I I I I would have more money if I was um rich and could do like cool shit like that. Um why am I not just getting his name immediately from Wikipedia here? I don't know, just uh, control F for Oliver. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Just control F. Oliver Queen. You were really Queen. close with Prince. Damn it, I knew it was something <laughs> in there. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. This this is but I couldn't like uh yeah. That also that answer is why the word Steve was bouncing around my head. Uh, <laughs> like, I was like, it's like not Steve, Steve damn it. <laughs> Steve Queen. No, wait. I, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. I think we're both settled on the fact that there's a chance. Like, actually, it, it's really too bad neither one of us has been watching Smallville because I would like to see how they managed to have 70 episodes with Green Arrow and not make him, like, a I don't laughing know. stock. Uh, and there was a uh, period where also uh, they had uh, Aquaman on there. Yeah, they made Aquaman a as as I understand it a uh, a tortured soul. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy. I I saw like that was right. They brought in Aquaman right as I was no longer watching. But they really should have like Smallville. Like, you know, how long did it fucking take Smallville to make Superman figure out he could fly? I mean, for Christ's sakes, they should have moved that shit along. It should have like they should have moved it along. They should have had two up two seasons of Smallville, and then they should have changed renamed it Metropolis. And, like, just fucking gone with it, right? Well, I, here's the thing. Come on, I let's, think... let's do some shit. Instead, it was just like, oh, I'm all angsty over Kristen Kruk. And, uh, and, uh, you know, oh, I mean... there's kryptonite in the ground. And Lex Luthor's researching. And he's still my friend five years later. Come on, let's just move this shit along. That's yeah. why I gave up on it. Well, that was kind of the thing that I, I had a hard time with is the... They, they started out in high school, right? And they had to try and find a way to keep all the same people together post high school. Yeah, like in Buffy, but, they had it really easy because Xander's not ever going to go to college. Right, but they, <laughs> they could have just recast it, right? Like, okay, let's just uh, let's let's it's super. It's this this is the fucking Superman show, right? right? And like Lois and Clark, right? And Superman's graduated from high school. Grant, they could have got sent him to college, right? Because before he can become a reporter, he's gonna have to go to journalism school. No, 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 no. They no. never really covered you, you that. You finish the, high school and you go right to your <laughs> they, career. That's it. They never really covered that in the comics. I don't think. Granted, I don't. I didn't really pay attention to like what happened with. But they could have gone like, hey, you know what? Superman's now. Clark Kent's graduated. They're all in college. They could have had Ally Mack and and. Uh, yeah. Everyone at the... Did you ever watch Ali Mack's uh, other TV State show University? where she could turn into a uh, liquid? No. Yeah, there was like a Nickelodeon show where her parents were super scientists and she yeah. got exposed to some chemical yeah. and then she could turn into like a puddle of water. 
that. and you know magic merriment ensued there was like Actually, you riff for a second while I looked that up because that was okay. one of my favorite shows. I, it's we I wasn't it just called like the Ally Mac show or something? And it must have been it must have been like years and years ago because my kids watch everything on Nickelodeon right now. In fact, when when DirecTV was having their uh, problems with uh, whoever they have in Viacom, um, Nickelodeon being offline was really the big drama in the household. I mean, like I was missing Comedy Central and and John Stewart and my my daily dose of. Um, pseudo news, but really it was the kids not being able to get um, Nickelodeon that, that that did it for me. That website that you just pulled up right there, don't think is what you wanted. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead. It looks a little that. flowery. Is that like See, here, here's the a thing, wedding though. web page or something? My computer's entirely too far away, and I was concerned about your riffing ability. You, you so want I me to just wanna... pull it up on IMDb? I uh, was riffing very fine there. You, you were I? doing awesome. Thanks. I had to. I really put in a little extra effort after the last time. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that weren't actually here in the studio for one of our previous uh, incarnations. I had to go take a call, and Matt was responsible for riffing for, I want to say, all of 11 seconds. And I came back, and he was talking to himself. He's like, I don't. There's words, words, words. <laughs> I was like, whew, it's a good thing that was a quick one. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I don't remember a lot of the show because I uh, was young at the time, but uh, Allison Mack in it, and... Super Science and yeah, I'm the having, I'm having show. some problem finding looking up Allison Mack. Are you sure like Allison Mack wasn't her character name in the Nickelodeon show? Uh, I think I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was the same chick. That's the weird thing. Uh, you could do Imdba. Yeah, I'm pulling up Imdba right now. Okay, I'm looking her up via Smallville because it's a little yeah, that's easier. probably easier. Yeah. And you can click through. Um, that you know that's the. Uh, we didn't really intend this to be a Smallville show, especially considering neither one of us has watched Smallville in a very long time. But they covered a lot of ground with that show, like as far as characters. Uh, her, did. The actor's name is Allison Mack. Right. She played. Uh, oh shit! I just lost it. Uh, Chloe on Smallville. Yeah, that was her character on Smallville. And if I remember right, in Smallville, her character died, but she didn't really die. It was a house explosion, but Lex Luthor saved her by creating a magic trap door. Really? Yeah. Hmm. To her secret so underground lab. Here. She was in uh she was in a shit ton of TV shows. Wow, she was in yeah. Police Academy six. Yeah, if I remember right, <laughs> she's a very been doing uh, she started at two years old, I think. She, and, uh, yeah, she did some really some stuff that where she must have been really young. Um Evening Shade. You remember Evening Shade? I never actually watched Evening Shade, but that no. was that was uh the Burt Reynolds show on like CBS in like ninety two. Wait, Burt Reynolds had a show in '92. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the show where it was like you know how like Burt Reynolds kind of became cool again with um, Boogie Nights. Right. This was like the predecessor to that. And uh, don't forget the Dukes of Hazard. He was also in that. Yeah. Um, Best color, incarnation color. of Boss Hog ever. I you know I'm having problems finding this this show that you're uh, you're talking about because. Um, Forty tiles. There's a wait. Like, what year would this have been in? I'm starting to wonder if this is one of those things that I may have made up in my head. I think you did because there's like the Smallville Chronicles, this Nightmare Room, um, Kate Brasher, Opposite Sex was a TV show, but like, I'm not seeing anything um, that she was in like a TV series with a bunch of stuff that wouldn't have been like her being ten. So, ow! Do not step on the. Uh, um, 
the cable that holds your headphones to your head. Yeah, it, it really jacks you up a little bit. Jerk, jerk your head a little bit. So I think I may have found it because okay. I'm awesome. By the Give way, Smallville was on from 2001 to 2011. That is ten years. Wow, and Chloe must have still been alive. Oh wow, this is interesting. So um, she played Brainiac. She must have got brought back as Brainiac at some point. So I remember, like, uh, they killed off her character, but then she didn't actually die. Um, Apparently, she became Brainiac. Wait, was it maybe my dirty little secret was the thing you were talking no, about? No, it looks like it's the secret world of Alex Mack. Oh, so... I, um, I'm checking right now. <laughs> Give me a second. Give me I, a second. Uh, I Alex Mack is an ordinary teenage girl living with her parents and older sister in a corporate town of Paradise Valley. After her first day of junior high school, walking home, she's nearly hit by a truck from a chemical plant. During the incident, she's drenched in top-secret chemical that, called GC-161, she gets strains powers, including telekinesis, the ability to transmit bolts of electricity through her fingers, and morph into liquid form. And who was the uh, actress in Alex um, Mack? That's what I'm checking. It oh, Larissa like Olenek. For some reason, I had her Al- Allison Mack confused with her. Well, I can see why. I mean, it was like Alex Mack and Allie Mack are pretty close. Is there a picture of Larissa, whatever her name uh, is? She was in Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Really? Yeah. Huh. Have you watched that show in the last decade? No, but I, I did watch the spoof uh, Dr. Gwyn Medicine Woman uh, from the Venture Brothers episode. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Yeah. So for some reason, there's no pictures of her in... Um, on the internet on the that in- you're seeing? Yeah, I see that. Let's um, go to images for Google. I really should just search she, for the secret world of Alex Mack. That would be much better. She, you know, I could see where you could have, like, you know, in memory confused her with Allison Mack. Yeah, because I think this is... Because they're similar, like, little blonde girl looking look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. That was actually a pretty good show. I should see if it's on the internet and watch it again. Probably not near as good as I remember it, because I was like, wait, when did this show come out? Uh, Oops, I forgot I'm on a Mac. I have to turn the other way. 1994. Hmm. I don't so, know how I saw this in 1994 because we didn't have cable. <laughs> so something interesting I just noticed when I was uh, searching through Smallville, uh, there is a uh, watch it now button from for Amazon. Of course there is. As I was uh, as I was looking through that, and I kn- I, uh, I knew there was some affiliation between the two companies, but I didn't uh, I didn't I'd never seen like the for watch IMDb. It. Yeah. The affiliation is one is a wholly owned subsidiary <laughs> of the other. <laughs> I know. I was I was I was being subtle. Um, but I'd actually never noticed, like, as I was looking up stuff on IMDb, that there was just a, hey, watch this now. Yeah, I may actually go back and give Smallville another chance. I, yeah, it was when I saw the watch this now button, I was thinking the yeah, same thing. If it's I should on, be able to watch it for free on Netflix or Amazon. Yeah, if it's on the Amazon Prime or even Netflix, I will uh, go back and see how it goes, because I could use some more trash TV. i got to figure out where i got to pick it up at, because... Uh, like, I'm not sure where I broke off at. And I don't necessarily want to start <laughs> from the beginning. I mean, Just I, do what I do on those situations. Go read the episode synopsis on Wikipedia. And, and as soon as you get to one that you're like, what the fuck? Right, right. Start watching there. Yeah. Cool. So um, now that we've had a little bit of uh, 1990s Nickelodeon television trivia, I think uh, that should end us for today. I think we're good. Great. Well, thanks for listening and uh, have a good night. 